you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Is what I would say if I have, but not today, as we finally get to actually see gameplay of the best game of my life, personally, the greatest series of all time, in my not-so-humble opinion. I'm excited, and I'm ready, and I know Rico is just dying to hear me geek out. How's it going, Rico? Good, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad uh, the day is finally here, and I mean, uh, you posted that we were getting a little uh, presentation for Legend of Zelda, Tears in the Kingdom, what, like? yesterday day before yeah so it was a quick turnaround but i know not just you but all the you know zelda fandom have been waiting they've had questions uh things that they wanted to see and i haven't seen this yet i know you saw it and you had positive thoughts on it so i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited for you i'm excited for the fandom yeah and uh it's only it's, it's a very short presentation it was and when it had dropped the information had dropped it even said it was going to be like 10 12 minutes but it was going to just be of gameplay now we are going to see just live gameplay, abilities, things like that. But it's also just to kind of see more or less what direction this particular game is going to be heading. We, As far as story, we still don't really know much, you know, as, as far as the story you know, department. But there's going to be a lot to explore. And if you love open world, this game just... it, And it, you, you, you'll see. You'll see. And I know Rico is going to be excited. I think this might be the game Rico actually might kind of try out, you know, at least complete as far as Zelda. I know Rico shot out the other ones, but as far as Zelda is concerned, just because there's a very interesting mechanic here that I think Rico might actually enjoy. Um, but I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to get started. I'm ready to go. And again, even though it's 10 minutes, I was excited. And then we had a little awesome surprise there at the end, you know, that we will get to when we get to there, there towards the end. But this game is no joke. It's It's about a month away. It's a month of what, a few weeks away, so it's coming. It's right around the corner. It's coming fast. All right, again, what we are watching is this is the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom official gameplay uh, demonstration, and we're starting the video in three, two, one. So right off the bat, we're, what, what's his name? A.G. Aonuma, yeah, the producer of the... Yeah, E.G. I was going to say E.G. Aonuma, the producer of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. He, he's talking, he's just going to be talking more or less about development being complete. He's going to show us his demo, so we'll just kind of wait and see once the kind of demo gets started. Or, you know, the gameplay demo gets started. This guy been on Zelda, like, the whole way through? Yeah, he's been an old man since he, Zelda's he, been... He's always been the Zelda guy? Yeah, him, him. Obviously, Shimoto, uh, Miyamoto's been the the other one, but he's always been like the producer, the guy who kind of shows everything off. And he's aged very gracefully too. I was looking at, it, I said, "Man, he looks good, dude." <laughs> yeah. Little side note there. But right off the bat, we noticed Link has four hearts. That was one of the things I noticed, right? Usually, Link's always just started off with three. You do have your horse right off the bat. You can start catching horse right off the bat, so it's already there towards like the middle part of Breath of the Wild. Um, but yeah. Uh, how do I even try? I'm trying. I'm just. I'm. I'm looking at it again. I'm already losing my 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 thought because I'm just. I want to pay attention again. Um, but the cool part was, and the part that I thought was interesting is that not only do we have the surface, they call it. The, they call it the surface of the Legend of Zelda world. He's going to be traveling upwards, almost like Skyward Sword, where you have the the uh, sky. What's it called? Oh, I totally forgot. The, the, the city in the sky. In this case, you have a bunch of sky islands located up top where he's going to be able to travel across, you know, 
different islands in the sky rather than in the water. So I thought it was a real cool thing. Whereas, you're, yes, you're traveling the world on the surface, but you're also going to be able to travel upwards. And also, not only upwards, but also to different islands. We didn't really get to see much about dungeons and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if these sky islands are replacing those dungeons or if they're going to be replacing the shrines that we got. But we do have a new ability that's introduced here. It's called Recall which is basically a rewind gimmick. If something falls, if something is accelerating, you can get on this thing, use recall, and it will go back with you on it, which is the main way or one of the main ways to actually get to the sky. Yeah. Mostly the UI seems about the same from Breath of the Wild. It's very nice too. Uh, again, yeah, oh, like yeah. we mentioned the... Uh, it's it's the same same art. It's going to look almost identical from Breath of the Wild, but you do do expect to be seeing a lot more of what the game has to offer. And one of the things Link does have his long hair. You, this is a look from Link where you do um, one of the first trailers. He has his long hair with he already has the arm and the his blue kind of I guess garb that kind of just it's obviously too big for him, but you know that's what he is using. So right now we are going to be introduced to one of the new gimmicks that the game has to offer when it comes to weapons. So he did pick up a tree branch right now, and yeah, we'll see. We'll let you know right now. Oh, a construct, new enemy. Yeah. So again, weapon durability is is a thing. I've always enjoyed the weapon durability. Your weapons will break; they will get badly damaged, but. Zelda, in this particular case, did a good job of... it's. I guess it's kind of an answer to weapon durability. I didn't want them to get rid of it completely because I did enjoy the different use of all the weapons that they used. But what they're showing us right now is the tree branch. They use a tree branch to kill the construct. You're able to now fuse, which is going to be another one of the abilities. You can actually take a boulder, attach it to a tree branch, and create an entirely different weapon. So now this is the tree branch with a boulder attached to the top, almost like a hammer. It resets, it, it looks like it resets its durability and it also gains attack power. So it's, it becomes a stronger weapon because of the attachment to the boulder and the durability re resets. So if you do like a weapon, you can kind of mess around with the different weapons that the game has to offer. And this is just one. One of the other things that they're going to show right now is you're going to be able to grab a long stick. And I don't know if you remember the... Um, What's, what do they call those things you pick up hay with? The what? One of these. He's going to mention it right now. A pitchfork. You take a long stick, fuse it with your pick, a pitchfork, well, it becomes plus four damage, but the attack range becomes a lot bigger, which I thought was... It's ridiculous. It, yeah, <laughs> and he puts it in his bag, and it's, it's huge, and it's long. But it's the fact that you're able to actually fuse these weapons and create something just intense. And I thought that was... I was like, wow. I thought that was a great... What? A great way to kind of answer the durability question. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pause it right, right here real quick at 410. When it comes to the whole weapon thing, I know that was one of the big things that Breath of the Wild, uh, that was one, of, it's probably its main complaint was from the Breath of the Wild community, where it was weapon durability, weapon durability. People didn't like it. People hated that the weapons didn't last long. People even hated that the Master Sword had a cooldown every time it was broken, right? It had a 10 minute cooldown before you can use it again. The reason this is interesting right off the bat again, and I've, I've already mentioned it, is that you're, you're able to keep the weapon 
build different weapons, fuse different weapons, and really find a weapon that you enjoy. Now, this obviously might go into the, okay, well, what about when that weapon breaks? Well, you might have to go make a new one. But the fact that you can actually fuse different weapons, especially out of materials that are very readily and easily accessible is amazing. Now, what we're about to see here, I'm about to press play. You can also... Real, real quick, you said you were at 4-some. I'm at 5-11. 5-11, yes, I'm sorry. I'm at 5-11. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Um... I'm going to play it right here. Now, the fuse mechanic to the weapons does actually translate over to the bow and arrow. Now, I don't know about you guys, but the bow was mine. That was mine. I, I used the bow for everything. That was my mainstay. So they took the bow and they did an awesome thing with as far as the materials are concerned. I know the materials in general in Breath of the Wild, you know, you would probably hoard some materials. You know, you wouldn't really use the monster parts except for like, you know, whether you want to dye some clothes or use the monster parts to maybe sell something or create the foods that you needed to make or whatever. But you never really needed a lot of them. That goes for the foods and and the... um what is it? Foods, the monster parts, and the ore. You know, we had iron and you had uh, diamonds and stuff like that. I don't know about you, but I never really used those diamond weapons. So everything I kind of had was just hoarding to basically sell. Now, in this case, I'm going to go ahead and press play. You're able to fuse, for example, a frozen choo-choo jelly to the arrow to now create a ice arrow which you don't have to find and buy ice arrows anymore. If you have the material for it, you can infuse and attach it, and you're able to have an ice arrow. Now, one of the other things that's kind of cool is that there's each of these monster abilities or these monster parts or whatever, you're able to kind of do different things to them, all right? What, one of the things that they're showing off right now is if you're a bow and arrow user, you hunt, you know, you kind of defeat you, you kind of not defeat but you kill you know deer you kill you kill animals birds or whatever you need to for for meat or food well you can attach monster parts to again have different types of arrow for example he takes a keys eyeball attaches it to the bow and it becomes a homing arrow which i don't know about you but something as simple as that is intense why because you have a lot of materials that can be used for i'm sure for all kinds of things now obviously that's gonna be one of the interesting parts you're gonna have all these materials all these monster parts and you're gonna want to try them out to see what the hell this bow and arrow is going to be able to do you can do that with weapons you can do that with arrows you can even do it with shields and what you're seeing right now is he attaches a mushroom to a shield when the enemy blocks with this mushroom it creates a smoke screen okay now the smoke screen, just if, you, if you're more of the stealth type thing, obviously the monster is oriented. You're able to get to the back and you're able to basically one-shot him, right? Stab him in the back or do some awesome cool move, you know? So again, I'm going to go ahead and pause it right here at 644, 645. The reason something like that is such a big deal is because some people have different play styles. And he's actually going to mention and talk about it right now in a few. Um, depending on your play style, this opens up just a lot of possibilities. Some people like to run and gun and just rush in there. Some people like to use the arrow. Some people like to use the shield. Some people suck at fighting, you know? But with mechanics like the mushroom and the smoke screen, it's gonna make fighting uh, probably a lot easier. Now, as far as bosses are concerned, we don't get to kind of see what it actually does to the bosses, but it's gonna make combat, you know, at the Linos, we didn't have seen any Linos there, but I know some people have problems with Linos. It's gonna make those just a little bit more, less tedious for the people who do have problems with combat. Uh, one of the things that they didn't show, which I thought they were going to, was the timing the timing mechanic. If you were to kind of perfect uh, perfect dodge, you would go and you'd be able to flurry. I didn't see that um, yet on this one. Uh, I don't. They're not going to show it, but you know, I would like to see what kind of mechanic they have for something like that. Um, what do you think so far? 
I mean, I think that's interesting. That's that's definitely cool. The the fuse system is kind of like the most interesting thing thus far, just because um, you're gonna have so much variety of what you can do. You know, even there, like it be putting a mushroom on a shield, like that's that's crazy. It sounds um, wonky, right? It looked wonky. It, uh, it, it it's it looks weird and it looks crazy, but I mean, if you're one of those people that's struggling in a certain way, that you know. You need a little bit more defense. It, it set there. I think it added like plus one or plus two to the shield. Um, you can see too whenever they fuse stuff, it'll get like a plus two, plus three. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting, and you know, it, it's gonna be a cool way for them to add the a lot of a variety to the way you fight, or just maybe some. Um. How would you say it? Kind of reinforce. Uh like bow users like yourself or people that want to create like a long some something to fight a distance now you have the most basal long pole with the what do you what what, what did you say it was a pitchfork pitchfork and like if you want to fight from yeah. 10 feet away <laughs> like, you know, there you go and it didn't um, do it justice if you're watching the video you see how long this thing is man <laughs> yeah so it, it's cool it, it's gonna it's definitely gonna add a little something to this game you see, and that's because I think the fuse mechanic is probably going to be one of those elements where it's it adds something as simple as that adds to the entire experience that we're going to be getting. Again, because we do have the surface area of Zelda. We're, now we're going to be able to explore the Sky Islands that it's going to have to offer, which if the surface area is anywhere as big as, you know, Breath of the Wild, that's pretty big already in and of itself. Now you're going to be able to travel upwards. They didn't make the they didn't make the surface area bigger. They just went up. So I it just kind of blew my mind. And how is something like the fuse system just going to, you know, show itself off in terms of being in the sky, just general flying? Because obviously flight, you know, Skyward Sword style is gonna have some some I would think something to do with it. Uh, what are the other things? <clears throat> that's going to show up and this is a part where i kind of i think it's going to be right now it might it might not be it might skip in a bit um this is a part where i think rico is gonna i think have a little bit more interest because this is kind of for some reason minecraft came to mind whenever this next part kind of comes up so i'm gonna go ahead and play it 645 pressing play in three two one <clears throat> so right here again he takes a random weapon he he puts it uh piece of log onto his branch he puts a rock onto his branch now this is the part right here where i thought was super interesting we're presented with a river on one of the sky islands and he has to figure out a way to swim across now in this case the stamina system is back and whether you're able to get there with stamina or not and one of the things with breath of wild is you're you have to be creative as far as how to get across this uh get across these things climb you know i know people have a crazy way of doing it well in this case you're going to be able to attach different items and different things so in this case he's actually building a raft to get across the river there's three pieces of logs he takes a raft he's able to put the raft in the water and by using ultra hands you're able to that's, that's what the ability is called by using ultra hands you're able to kind of build things which i don't know about you and i'm not that creative but i know someone like rico would be able to like if he wanted to get from point a to point b instead of just getting there the traditional way rico would create something that's going to fly across the entire you know, span of Zelda. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is interesting. So you, he puts the three pieces of log into the water, but not only that, 
he explains that you're not going to be able to move, right? So it's just very well conveniently placed fans next to this boat. <laughs> so again, by using Ultra Hand, you're able to pick them up. You're able to activate these fans. And of course, the gimmick is you're going to attach these fans to this boat. So yeah, they use Ultra Hand. They're going to attach these fans to two sides of the boat. And by activating the hands, you know, maneuvering it, attaching it, you're able to create a propelled rowboat, right? Instead of a what we used to use, like weapons to get across from point A to point B in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, this would be this would be like a like a more of a motorboat almost. Yeah, and, and, and look what happens. They smack them and just there, there it goes. And again, so technology seems to be one of the things that's gonna that's gonna be a big staple for this. Obviously, you know, in Breath of the Wild, where the the Sheikah Slate was that technology thing, it's it's gonna be more a lot more intense when it comes to this particular game. I'm gonna go ahead and pause it right there, real quick, at nine twelve. Uh, one of the things. The Link still can't swim. Well, he can't swim for a long time, right? He was able to kind of swim, but the swimming thing was always so slow and yeah. and kind of, you know, it, it was just a drag. Swimming was a drag. So granted, if you're going to be able to build these things, because you saw like, I'm going to rewind just a bit, like a 912. Um, I'm going to pause it. I'll tell you when I'll pause it. It's 908, not 9. At 909 and the recent trailer that was introduced, you saw Link riding this four-wheeled drive truck i don't even know what it is it the I think we got a hint of this i think we got a hint yeah. of this in one of the trailers before right yeah yeah one of the trailers that showed this off it showed link flying on like kind of like hot air balloon the implication is or not the implication but if you see he uses ultra hand to create these to create this this thing this motorized vehicle right um so if you have to okay on the spot if you had to nickname this vehicle right now since you are the zelda guy what is the name of this vehicle? God, honestly, dude. Uh, I've the what? It's green. The Ferromobile, I guess. After the after the Ferro Dragon, I've, I don't know. It's something after I thought. It's green. I see. It's a green dragon heads. It's a I, I don't know, man. Look, Batmobile type thing. Big big back wheels. Two small front wheels. And it even has lights on it. So yeah, for again. Night. <laughs> yeah, for, and for nighttime. And again, technology is obviously going to be one of the bigger staples for this. And, and and it kind of going back to Breath of the Wild, if you did the DLC and all that stuff, you actually were able to unlock a motorcycle in the shape of a horse in Breath of the Wild as part of the DLC. You were able to ride this motorcycle across lands, and it made traveling so much easier. The only thing was that you were not, not able to get it until you know later, later. And it was the fastest vehicle in the game, or the fastest thing in the game. When it comes to big, vast worlds, you want something that's going to take you from point A to point B fast. I know people like to fast travel, but when it comes to Zelda, exploring is the way to go. Whether it's for Korok Seas, like in Breath of the Wild, whether it's for areas that are going to remind you of previous games. I know one of the things in Breath of the Wild that just kind of felt kind of w weird was seeing Long Lon uh, Lon Ranch that was it was decimated. You, you knew it was Long Lon Ranch, but it was just, you know, done. And just yeah. abandoned. So differences like that. And I think this game's gonna have you know a lot more homage to that those type of things. So I want to pause here just so you, you, we can kind of get to see that you're gonna be able to build these type of machines. If okay? I uh, if, if I remember correctly, I want to say when they first showed a little hint of vehicle a vehicle system in this game, I I didn't get far enough into it to be able to do these kinds of things. But I want to say. 
that I read that people were saying, oh, now we don't have to like, uh, like launch ourselves across the map. I don't know how, yeah. but there was ways that you could like put yourself in like makeshift vehicles where you use like your abilities to kind of launch yourself and travel fast or something like that. I don't know what that system was like, but yeah, it makes that... sense with like the, you know, the slow time and you jump on something and then you kind of like launch it. Yeah. you, you, you I would imagine it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're actually right on, pretty much right on the money. He, the IGN, he even says like, you know, giving the players a creativity to kind of explore however they want, right, was part of the purpose. You can clear anything in whatever capacity you want as long as you're able to do it. What Rico is referencing is that you know sometimes in the world you'd be you come across these labs, these big old slabs of just metal. You get on top of the metal, you stop time or you stop time you don't have to get on top of it yet right but you stop time you bang the hell out of it okay but you have to maneuver it to where you kind of put a bomb under there make sure it's going up right at the last second so it flies you as you're going you're flying on top of this thing right and then as you're going your meter with the stop with the i forgot it's the time sensor it's not time sensor time plus it's going to regenerate your time to be able to use that ability a little quicker you, as you're flying in midair, you stop it again, re-rinse and repeat. There you are traveling across. It took a while to get used to it. Once you did, it just made it, you were just flying across the across the whole thing all over the place. But if you were to do it the traditional way, you would find the fastest horse that the game has to offer, and you know fast travel and ride like that. But again, if you're looking to explore every nook and cranny, and if you found all the Clorox seeds, or you know without a guide, I I did play it twice. Um, I put about almost 400 hours into my total playthroughs, both of them combined. I did do a master quest, uh, a master run the second time. And I was doing the Korok seeds without a guide. And I said, yeah, right. It's not, I'm not about to, you know, <laughs> how many I are there? 900. <laughs> and these are, and, and Korok seeds are little, and they're legit little Korok turds from, from the, um, the Koroks that are in the game. Little, 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 and that's what he says. Oh, it's made of, um, it's, it's Korok dung. It's, it's poop. So you're collecting 900 of these poop things, and all you get at the end is a little, oh, thanks, here you go, like a little reward, a little bonus, like a little thing just to know you got you got them all. I used a guide, even then, dude, it took forever using a guide, too, because you have to make sure you didn't miss one. And if you missed one out of 900, backtracking sucked so much. <laughs> so, yeah, like, and, and it was intense. But, again, the, I thought the Master Quest was amazing, the... Gold Lionels there you fought towards the end. I thought that I've always liked the combat, enjoyed the combat, especially with the strong, strong weapons. But again, now here we're getting vehicles. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start it in three, two, one at nine ten. Go ahead and press play. You got vehicles, and then you got what looks like a hot air balloon where he's a, now you don't have to fly and you're able just to find this on this machine. And then you're able to Ooh, the green goblin. Yeah, you're able to use like a glider. You know what I mean? So in this little preview, you're able to attach four fans, put it on like a little bow, and it'll Travel up and again, and they mentioned imagination is going to be one of the key components to just how you want to explore. And I think that's again, if you're creative, by all means, you know you're gonna you're gonna have a good good time. And now I think we are presented with our last ability coming up. Our last ability coming up is something it's something kind of simple, but it's a big time saver. You're if you're if you're in a cave or if you're in like inside some sort of just what I guess entrance or something with a roof, you're able to use what's called ascent. That all you're gonna do, this. yeah, all you're able to do is you're gonna go up, you're gonna go through the roof, and it will put you on top. 
Now, the thing behind this is there were caves, right? There were things, you, instead of having to climb up, you go in. Instead of having to climb, you go into the cave, you use the sand, and it's going to plop you right on top. And Rico is about to see what it looks like right now. And I guess the longer the cave, or the longer you have to ascend, I guess the longer the the little cutscene, right, or whatever. Oh, wow. The, I like the animation, up. like he's swimming. Yeah. And he's on top. He's on top of the hill. You don't have to climb anymore. Kind of saves you the stamina. <laughs> but only if there's a cave. If only if there's a roof. There's no roof. Too bad. You got to climb. So, yeah. So, I think... Oh, no. I think that's about it. There's only about two and a half minutes left to this. And for the most part, I know he does say, like, oh, you know, there's a lot more to show off. And, of course, he did, he wasn't going to show everything off. He's going to kind of let us, you know, kind of figure things out. But uh, we are presented with a, with a construct. This is the part that was kind of cool to me, right? He's able to kind of blow you off the Sky Island and that you're falling. When you fall, you don't kind of lose your life. You start start gliding, right? And very reminiscent of Skyward Sword where you kind of just throw yourself off the island and you kind of start traveling in the sky. You can glide. You can um, you will glide with your paraglider or you can accelerate, meaning you can go down faster. It's a great way to kind of travel from Sky Islands, right? You kind of just go wherever you want. And Is that just... Gotka there to the left? <laughs> Gotka. <laughs> so PUBG, I Gotka was where it's at, dude. What's, what blows my mind is that this guy can accelerate from, the you know, 500 feet in the air and jump straight into water harm-free. But yeah, I thought that I I think there's gonna be a couple of things as far as just gliding in the air, flying in the air. Aside from the machines, it'd be kind of cool because I'm thinking of um the Skyloft. Skyloft, that's what it was. God, man, it was blowing my mind earlier. But Skyloft was the name of the city in Skyward Sword, where you have your Skyloft mount, you're able to kind of fly. So I think a cool flying mechanic would be amazing. So yeah, he goes on to explain again. One of the things in Breath of the Wild was I don't think they anticipated. And again, it kind of happens, right? Where the creativity, they want to give that creativity, but just the amount of creativity that some of these people have out there is immense and ridiculous. So he, they're actually taking those creativity aspects and making it a part of their game intentionally this time. They want people to be as creative as possible so they can see wild things of the way people are going to traverse the Sky Islands and the surface. So right at the end, he thanks us. Are presented with a May 12, 2023 uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And then it, sh it pauses, it goes back up, and we are presented with our, the long-awaited, rumored OLED Zelda Switch, which is gorgeous, if you ask me. It has the two Joy-Cons. It it's They're both gold. There's a green... Um, What's, what are they called? The green markings on the left side, but then there's some new white markings on the right side. The actual Switch itself... It does have the white markings on the back of the switch, but then it's the dock that looks mm, oh beautiful, beautiful. It's a white dock with a gold embellishing there on the front with the triforce on the top and what looks like the, again the, the Skyloft symbol, almost like the Skyloft symbol there under it. On the day of its release, we are going to also be uh, given a carrying case, Nintendo Switch carrying case, and a Nintendo Switch Pro Controller from the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And that's the way the um that's the way the presentation ends and the switch is going to be released on april 28th 2023 
and the Switch Pro controller and the carrying case will be released the day Zelda comes out, May 12, 2023. I think I, I mentioned the date before, but yeah, I was just mind blown and excited. I saw that the Zelda Switch OLED was 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 announced. I was going crazy. Uh, thankfully, I made arrangements to have somebody help me out. And you know, shout out to GameStop. I know people shit on them all all the time, but they've been nothing but good to me. And they're like, "Are you interested in the GameStop and the Zelda uh, uh, OLED?" I said, "Yes." Well, yes, I am. As and a right matter of fact, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna do a, a live reaction uh, on the or a watch along?" Zelda said, "Hell yeah!" And I, I was getting ready to do nice things, and I got the message. I was like, "Hey, uh, Rico, hold on, man. I'll be right back." <laughs> Well, I went to go pre-order the Zelda OLED Switch, and yeah, I was able to pre-order it, so I'm super excited. I missed out on the Collector's Edition, the Tears of the Kingdom Collector's Edition. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get one of my hands on those for, for a retail price, but I'm I'm going to have it. I'm, I'm It's a matter of time until I get it, but I'm going to see if I not have to pay you know full scalpel price for it. I was able to get, it happened with Breath of the Wild, where I missed out on the Collector's Edition for Breath of the Wild when it got announced. And I was forced to pay a little premium, but I was able to nab the Master Sword statue and all the goodies in the big black box and stuff like that. So I'm super excited. I'm, I'm stoked. And this was just a, you know, 13-minute presentation. So I don't think we're going to get any more news between this month. Maybe, maybe well, maybe. I've always said there was going to be a, a Nintendo, uh, I'm sorry, a Zelda Direct. We might get a, a Zelda Direct just for one last hurrah, probably. Don't be surprised if it's going to be around late April, around the time the the OLED Switch drops, just so they can advertise that one more time, you know, just so they can shout it out one more time and be ready. Because they usually wait about, what, was it two weeks? How's, how's it work with Pokemon? I know Pokemon does it, right? Is that about a week or two before the game the game drops or stuff like that? When the yeah, game drops? usually two weeks before we usually get a little something, something. and So maybe we'll get one more little something, something. I don't, you know, people are saying this might be the last one, but... You know, Nintendo does have a history of just the advertising is through their presentation. So, yeah. Well, what do you what, what do you think overall, man? Does it look cool? Or, you know, what were some of your thoughts? Honestly, um, with Breath of the Wild uh, kind of just being a such a huge game, such a loved game. Uh, you know, so many people played it. I didn't finish it, but I did play it. I did enjoy what I did do. You know, there's the combat, there's the story, there's the puzzles, uh, different ways that you can play. And it seems like what they're going with here is kind of like, if it ain't broke, don't you don't fix it, right? Yeah. But they are adding more variability in terms of like the combat system with the weapon. Uh, what do you call it? The merging of the weapons? Yeah. What was the, the fusion? There we go. The fuse. Uh, that seems cool. You know, you're able to go up in the air and fly now. You're going to have vehicles. You're going to be able to be creative and make some, uh, make your own vehicles and just do all kinds of cool stuff. So it's kind of like a huge quality of life update uh, for now. And I mean, just uh, looks good, man. Yeah, so I was super excited. I know I was saying Rico before this a couple of, a couple of some theories, and again, there's a lot of speculation online as far as when the Switch is going to drop, when the new the new Switch is going to come out, or the new Nintendo console is going to come out. Um, I do have my own uh, theories kind of coming in, and I've always kind of held firm as far as what I think and what I believe, and just and mine's usually just based off research and history throughout the the way Nintendo's usually done things. Um, Usually, and it's happened since the Wii, Wii U, GameCube, 
We are getting Tears of the Kingdom right now on the Switch. I would not be surprised if we got Tears of the Kingdom as a launch title again for the next Nintendo console. Updated in some capacity, maybe they'll call it a definite, a definitive edition. Um, but it's happened. We got it with Twilight Princess. We got it with Breath of the Wild also, as a matter of fact. And those were the two mainline story games, Zelda games that were kind of in that middle transition. And I kind of expect this one to follow suit. Now, that kind of tells me again, and people were kind of saying, there's reports that we mentioned a while back where, you know, December, December, holiday, this year that the Switch is going to drop. I'm still pretty, you know, sold that I don't think personally, if it is, again, more power to me, more power to us as players, as Nintendo fans. Uh, I do think for the, because we usually get a direct in September, which I have told Rico in the past, I think that's when we might get some bit of information from the, uh, the new Nintendo console, but just a bit. You again, if, if Nintendo doesn't do anything in the summer, they might throw a sliver, they might just throw like a bone in the summer. Yeah. Uh, but we'll probably get more info on that sometime in December. Hell, I wouldn't even put it past maybe getting some sort of full fledged hey, Nintendo, a, a direct just for the new console. I don't think it's going to drop this holiday season. The Switch did drop sometime in the spring, March. I totally forgot, March, April. It was, it was around the time that the Breath of Wild, uh, Breath of Wild had come out because it was considered a launch title. I expect them to actually follow suit. So believe it or not, we should be getting a a new Nintendo console. And my my guess is within the in the next year, for sure. Now within the next year, some people are speculating December, but I'm speculating in the spring of 2024. Uh, I know a while back I kind of speculated, you know, even holiday 2024. But with Zelda, with this Zelda right around the corner, and there's going to be people out there who purchase Zelda for both for the Switch and the new Nintendo. Hi. I'm I'm both. Um, it's gonna sell like hotcakes, man. And we know people are in the business of making money, right? So, yeah. I mean, but overall, I thought it was awesome. I I loved what I saw. And again, I was actually very happy. I know some people again were also like, you know, well, they didn't really see anything that was new. But the small additions, such as something like the fuse mechanic, think it, it took them a long time for them to come out with part two. And we knew it had been been in development since Breath of the Wild had even come out. Something like the fuse mechanic. Just think about that in terms of sheer materials, the sheer monsters, number of monsters, all types of weapons, uh, everything. You know, it, it takes exploration to a whole new level by adding such a mechanic like that. It seems simple, but I think it's a, I think it's a lot more in-depth than most people kind of realize. You know what I mean? Uh, between that one and, be, and between Ultra Hand, we're able to kind of fuse things together and put things together to create these, you know, Minecraft, right? That's where the whole Minecraft thing. I was like, man, I'm not good at building shit. I, I hope for me, it's for me personally, it's a little, a little more obvious because, like, I don't want to not do something that's going to be fun. You know what I mean? So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And again, we it's a month and a few weeks away. I've always said I'm gonna either call in that day or something, and just enjoy my um, about a month weekend. And a half, I think. Yeah, about <laughs> yeah, about a month and a half. Nintendo games usually always drop on Friday. Um, I don't even have to look at the calendar. I'm pretty sure May 12th is, is a Friday. Um, so it's gonna. I'm going to have that weekend. I'm calling that Friday. I'm going to play. I might even call it Monday and, you know, just play for four, four whole days. <laughs> um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Um, but, yeah, I think that wraps up my little theories and ideas. Um, I, think any, I was going to gonna say, uh, the only thing I was going to say is I wonder how because this game initially was supposed to come out last year uh -huh. 
uh, initially, and then it got pushed uh, to this year, and then we ended we ended up landing on the May twelfth date. I wonder how the pushing back the delay of this game has affected the the uh, them wanting to get out uh, their new switch either earlier or pushing it back and stuff like that because the new switch is something we've been talking about for like the past two years now mm. and uh i know we're starting to get to that point where we're seeing a little bit of performance issues in, in certain games and stuff yeah. like that so um it, it, you know it's it's time for that new system uh i would also i would think i i mean i'm hoping my fingers crossed that we're getting something this year but if we don't get some kind of full-blown announcement in the summer there's no way it's coming out this year um so it would be a nice surprise, uh, but I also think it won't be till next year. Yeah. Because, uh, again, like this, I don't know. It feels like everything's kind of been getting, with this being pushed back, you know. Everything seems to kind of follow suit. And, and again, Rico is a Pokemon guy. So me and Rico have a hand in, in, in what Nintendo does. You know what I mean? And we haven't even gotten a Mario game. Don't even get me started on that. Like the last Mario game we got was legit a launch title for the Switch in Super Mario Odyssey. I, I'm talking about main mainline Mario game. I know there was uh, Bowser's uh, Bowser's Fury and that stuff, whatever, which is uh, add on to a remake. But we haven't even gotten a Mario game. Mario will for sure be a launch title. And before we hear about Mario, and which is again why I think we're gonna hear something in in, in the summer, is because with the Mario movie right right here, you best believe Mario's gonna be just on a whole different, it was already on a global scale, it's gonna be on a whole different global scale, just because it's gonna bring in all kinds of new fans, keep existing fans and just roll with it. So we haven't even got anything Mario, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so don't don't be surprised if we get maybe a sliver of something like that, Mario, in the in, to come along with our new Nintendo. But again, if they announce something in the summer, like Rico mentioned, if they, I'm sorry, if they don't announce something in the summer, it's not happening whatsoever. I don't think I, I have to I have to agree there. Yeah, and, and just looking at a list here, Mario Mario Kart Eight is another big one. I know they're getting a lot of big a lot of support still, but that was 2017. When's so, when's it, when's the Mario Kart support over? Does it say? I'm not sure. I know they're just still putting out stuff with like the Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, you get all like these this stuff, and... that stuff. They're putting out, yeah. So I I would imagine probably through this year at least. So, but just looking at that date, uh, 2017. You know that that's been out a while. That's because so that would, game came would... out on the Wii U originally. That wasn't a Mar Switch. Never got a Mar a new Mario Kart. Yeah, so that that's that's a long time, and that is their number one selling game, Mario Kart. So mm -hmm. that uh, that probably has to be coming with the next uh, system, I would think. Smash was in twenty eighteen, but that usually doesn't. They usually don't renew that for a while. Breath of the Wild was the last Zelda game. We're getting the new game, Mario Odyssey. There it is, twenty seventeen. Scarlet and Violet, so Pokemon game. We're we're not due for a new game. We're due for probably a spin off of some kind. Uh, we got we just got a new Mario Party. What else did we we haven't gotten? Uh, when was the last Luigi's Mansion? Like the last two years? Luigi's three years? Mansion Part Three. Part Three. So twenty nineteen. Okay, I see it here. Yeah. So Splatoon, uh, recent uh, a lot Mario Party Superstars. A lot of their I wouldn't even call them AAA games. A lot of their quadruple A games. I don't even know what I mean. Because yeah, you have the Xena people hype up the Xenoblades and Splatoons, but no, you're dealing with the Mario's and the Mario Karts. 
and the Zeldas, like we're yeah, we're barely like getting the staple. Those are like yeah. the staple games. Yeah, and we're, and we're barely getting those. And it's kind of again, we haven't even gotten Mario and stuff like that. So that's what I'm kind of thinking. Like, and I'm glad you brought up Mario Kart Eight, just because I don't think it, it'd be really weird for them to put Mario Kart Eight onto the new one instead of launching. If Mario Kart Eight is their biggest seller, you would think they would also launch, or maybe within the year of launch of a new of Mario Kart Nine, with just some crazy support, just like they did with Mario Kart Eight. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't envision them. Again, I think you just got to keep track of all these games that are getting the support and the way these games are being released. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially Mario Kart Eight, and again, it's the, the support on that game is crazy. So again, if like we could say, if not summer, we'll probably get a I, I get a maybe a bone. Um, probably more information in, in the spring. I mean, I'm sorry, in the fall. But again, December I think a little unrealistic. But again, it could happen. So I'm shooting for I'm shooting for uh, spring, early spring next year. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, there, it's there's also there something else to think about is that they one of the reasons we we're just talking about before we started recording we we were talking about E3 and how it's a shame that it's kind of like going downhill and stuff like that. And one of the big things that Nintendo said about uh, kind of dropping from E3 was that they didn't really have much to present other than Zelda. That yeah. after Zelda, they kind of really didn't have anything else going on. You know, tinfoil hat kind of theorizing and like, you know, something cooking in your mind can get you to think like, you know what? Maybe the reason they don't want to announce the other stuff they got cooking is because ultimately it's, that stuff is going to be for the new console. For the new console. I mean, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up too, right? It's because Zelda is their last, and they mentioned Zelda is their last big game for the Switch. This yeah. one. And like Rico had mentioned, they don't have really anything for the summer. So again, we might not even get a sliver of anything from them. We'll probably get something, yeah. right? But yeah. I like, like it. It might not be so much. It might not be so much that they don't have anything, but they don't have anything that they want to show us yet because yeah. we don't even know about the next console. And they don't want to tell us, oh, well, like we're making all these great games, but it's for a console that you don't even know about yet. Like, yeah, that just doesn't make sense. So, I mean, we can speculate and stuff here and there, but I mean, ultimately today was uh, was about Zelda, and I mean, I'm excited, and I bet as excited as I am, I'm sure it's tenfold for you. <laughs> I'm excited. I have again. I was able to nab the Switch. Uh, I'm gonna get the collection edition. And I have the game pre-ordered. Um, separately from the collection edition so i will have to have it twice uh just so i can play because i know if i get the collection edition online i have to wait for it to get here and i refuse to wait uh <laughs> but yeah yeah no like I, i'm gonna play this game and i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna you know it's i i can't wait it's gonna be awesome but yeah does is that do i want anything else to add i think we think kind of done or yeah, I yeah. think that's it. That was our watch along. And then we kind of went into our little theories about like the switch and stuff like that, just because they, they showed that we kind of had talked about teases and stuff like that about that switch, but now it's confirmed. So we kind of got into like, you know, just spitballing a little bit about well, when do you think it'll come out? Uh, what about this? What about this factor? Like, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, just, you know, it's fun to just uh, kind of speculating stuff oh yeah no, i was i was still kind of i had seen the thing already rico had not seen it uh in the beginning and i, I was already catching myself like oh yeah i'm in, i'm in charge of this one i was already over here watching and waiting for rico to speak and stuff i was like uh, uh hold on let me get my thoughts in check <laughs> so i apologize for the little you know it was a little blunder in the beginning i had totally just 
I was already I was already watching it, dude. Like I hunched over, eating a bag of popcorn, just looking at this thing for the second time. I just no joke watched it thirty minutes ago, and I was like, yeah, man, let me let me soak more of this in. Uh, and I'm trying to soak up all this information. And it's real cool because if you look when they introduced the Switch, and I totally forgotten uh, when they introduced that new OLED Switch for Zelda, there's a couple of other little screenshots there as the Switch is playing. Link is gonna be just he he's gonna be able to throw like these. And you were able to do it with a weapon in Breath of the Wild, like to throw those fireballs and stuff. But freezing these weapons, they look these fireballs look intense and you know, just it's just awesome. So excited, can't wait. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. And I know Rico had actually mentioned on our lot on our last podcast that we are looking and we are hitting a year. Have we hit a year yet? Uh I think so. I think actually was it was it to- it's not today. It's like in the next few days. I mean, yeah, for for sure. But but when next time we have our our, our weekly recap or, and our discussion, we have hit a year. We would have hit a year, so it's gonna be fun. And I think Rico had mentioned for our weekly discussion when, when that time came, we were gonna kind of do a little reflection. Uh, I know it's gonna we have a lot to look back on, especially for a year. And I'm I'm super glad we we've, we've stuck with this for a year already. So great things to come. Rico had mentioned us finally making our way to video showing our faces as we podcast putting these things on youtube twitter so awesome things coming we've had always had a lot of ideas a lot of things planned a lot of things we want to do so slowly but surely i think now we're heading to our next step so uh rico anything else before i sign us out that's it thanks for listening everybody guys you have a good one later